Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss and beyond. Remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. So be sure to seek medical support from a qualified health professional. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited about this episode. We are talking about how to actually accomplish your goals in 2023. So these are not goals that you're going to set and then give up at the end of January. These are goals that I'm going to give you the stepwise process to actually get this done. This is the goal setting process that I've used in my life for many, many years. I love setting goals. I love the reward that comes from accomplishment and being really intentional about creating my life. And that's what I want to share with you. This was actually based on a recent workshop that I did for the women inside my program, Best Weight. And we covered how to create your breakthrough in this next year. And it was so powerful. Let me tell you, the women in my program, when they show up, like they show up and they come and they are committed and they are making a change in their life and they are transforming their lives. And it's so inspiring for me to see. That's why I love our community. It's so powerful. It's so encouraging. If you haven't joined Best Weight yet, now is your chance. You should be joining If you need to do weight loss a different way, you need to stop the dieting. Best weight is the place to be. This is where the only place where you're going to get empowered weight loss, where it's all about transforming how you think and changing your habits from the inside out. Okay. But I digress. We are talking about how to actually accomplish your goals. Okay. Before I start, I did want to read a recent review. This is from Naomi. Naomi, thank you. She says, this is a review of my podcast. It's not about the food. Dr. High brings so much wisdom and knowledge to not just weight loss, but to life. She is changing lives in her approach to weight, and I cannot recommend her podcast and her program enough. Thanks, Dr. High and your team for all you do. Thank you, Naomi. You know that I love you and I'm so proud of you and everything that you're doing. Thank you for leaving that review. All right. If you are ready, I want you to grab a pen and paper because this is one that you're going to want to take notes and write down and reflect because here's the thing. Listening to this podcast will not change your life because listening to my voice doesn't change anything for you. It doesn't create any transformation. But if you engage with this podcast, if you do the work, if you reflect and then you walk out the transformation, this has the power to change the rest of your life. Okay. So you get to decide Are you going to just listen for entertainment or are you going to apply? And I really, really hope that you're going to apply. So that means if you're driving, if you're walking right now, this is a podcast to come back to when you can just take a few moments with your journal. And if you're watching the YouTube video, I've got my journal out right here. This is my 2023 journal. I've already started it. I label all of them. I'm big on journaling because I don't want you to just go about seeking more knowledge listening to information, gathering more knowledge, educating yourself and acquiring more knowledge is useless unless you turn it into action. That's what we need to work towards. We need to transform knowledge into action. This is this applies to life, but it also applies to weight loss, right? How many of the women that I work with know all of the knowledge because they've read every diet book and done every diet program, but the difficulty is not in the knowledge, the difficulty is in the implementation. That's what I want to help you with. Okay, so don't just listen for knowledge's sake. Engage with this. I have been obsessed with goal setting since I was very young and... I think it's served me well in my life. I've been doing this since I was a teenager and 
what I'm all about and what my program is about and everything that I post on social media is about how can you be intentional about living your life? Living intentionally means you decide who you want to be and where you want to go, and then you create that person and that life. The very first step to doing this is realizing that it is possible, that it's actually possible to create your life instead of life just happening to you. Now, if you do this work, you are going to be set apart because I read different stats, but estimates say that between three and 20% of the population sets goals. That means 80 to 97% of people do not set goals. They do not know where they're going. They do not have a vision for their life. They are just reacting to whatever happens to them. That may work out okay for you, right? You might have a good life that way, and that would be lucky and that would be wonderful, but you'll never know how great your life can be unless you decide where you're headed and you set your vision for where you're headed. We have this really powerful exercise in the first month of our of my program called your your 3 to 5 year vision and it gets you to visualize yourself having achieved the your your goals in 3 to 5 years and like what are you doing who are you grateful like who are you grateful for what are you what are you celebrating in your life it's so powerful because it causes you to be in that place where it's already done and then you work from there so we are going to create with intention the life that you want the health that you want the goals that you want I want to caution you not to listen to me saying this and think that's easy for you to say, but it's very easy to disqualify yourself. Maybe you're already thinking it's easy for you to say, I don't have enough money. I don't come from privilege. I'm too old. Like it's too late for me. I can't change 50 years, 60 years of habits. I'm too young. I'm not credible enough yet. I'm too busy. I wasn't born into a family of opportunity or privilege. I don't have enough qualifications. That was my limiting belief for a very long time. I had done my medical degree. I had done my residency and I still believed it's because I haven't got enough papers published. It is because I don't have this additional training. I don't have enough qualifications and therefore I can't. It's a very U of T mentality, by the way. (laughs) All of these are just disqualifying thoughts. Okay. The thoughts that you have that disqualify you from what is possible are just thoughts. You may believe them to be true and you may think that they are very factual because they feel true to you, but I'm going to tell you right now, they are just limiting beliefs and you get to decide, are you going to continue to defend those limiting beliefs and telling yourself why your life that you want, the health that you want, the goals that you want are not possible, or are you going to decide that you're going to change how you think about it and create some new beliefs? Because you can, your brain will find all of these reasons to justify your disqualifying thoughts and make them feel very true because it's going to have all this bias in finding evidence that supports your disqualifying thoughts. But I want to offer that if you train your brain, you will be able to find evidence for why the impossible is actually possible. You can find evidence to support new beliefs, but that's what takes work. So my question to you right now, before we start, do you want to keep defending your limiting beliefs or do you want to put your attention to creating your dream life? What is the fulfilled version of you? Because that is possible, but it takes you believing it and you get to take ownership and then decide and then create it no matter what your circumstance. 
okay? The best and most fulfilled life only comes by being intentional. This is not what happens by default. Just like your best health and your weight comes from being intentional, they do not come by default. And this is what I want today to be about. Because if you do not create your life, it will just happen to you. So what are we going to create? All right. Here's where you grab your pen and paper. I'm going to offer you a number of questions. The first half of this is going to be reviewing 2022. We're going to take an inventory of what worked, what didn't, what are the lessons you can learn. And then the second half is all about setting your goals and making it very actionable for the next year. Question number one, what did you accomplish in the last 12 months? I want you to make two columns, personal and professional. I want you to consider what went well. What are you proud of? What progress did you make in 2022? Remember, it would be so easy for you if I said, what didn't go well this year? Where did you fall short of your goals? You'd be like, oh, I'm all over that, right? Here, let me write it all out for you. (laughs) Because your brain is very capable of finding all the little places where you suck and you didn't, you know, measure up to that bar that you set for yourself, but that is not beneficial because it's going to continue to demotivate you. We have to train our brain to see where we have made progress. So where were you a year ago and and how far have you come? What progress have you made? You may not be there yet, wherever there is, but you have made progress. And it's important to train yourself to see that because that becomes the platform that you build upon and you gain confidence from that. And then the confidence begets more confidence that you can keep going. This is hard work because your brain is biased. It has a negative focus and you have to train it to find the progress. So question number one was, what did you accomplish in the last 12 months? What went well? What are you proud of? What progress did you make? You may want to pause the podcast and like write that down. And then I'm going to just keep going. Question number two is, what are you thankful for from the last 12 months? Maybe you had some challenges, but your challenges molded you into someone who is stronger and more resilient. I want you to take a moment to have gratitude. Maybe there were people in your life who were a real blessing to you. Maybe you want to write down your gratitude for those people. Okay, so gratitude opens us up to be able to receive more and have more abundance. So question number two, what are you thankful for from the last 12 months? Question number three, what challenges did you face in the past year and how did you overcome them? Or maybe you're in the process of overcoming. You haven't quite come out the other side yet, but I want you to just take note of the process and the progress, the challenges that you faced and how did you overcome them? Because we can learn from challenges, right? Just as we can learn from what went well, we can also learn from what didn't go well. Where did we struggle? Maybe you got a new medical diagnosis, but in getting that diagnosis, it caused you to pause and then take your health into consideration and make it a priority, right? That's deciding to overcome. Question four, what lessons did you learn in 2022? What did you realize about yourself? What do you need to stop doing or start doing? Okay. What lessons did you learn? This is really powerful because if you can learn the lessons, these are things that you will take with you and continue to shape you and grow you, right? The goal, I believe, Our goal is to evolve and grow and become the like ultimate potential version of ourselves, right? To realize our potential in life. And we do that as we learn the lessons. So I'm going to share with you some of the lessons I learned in 2022. Number one, money does not motivate me. It is never a good enough goal. I am fulfilled in my work when my focus is on helping and empowering women. 
Number two, there is only one who actually satisfies my soul. No one and nothing else satisfies me, and that's my relationship with God. Number three, exercise is essential for my mental well-being. Number four, there is no rush. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. I had a few other more personal ones about my marriage and about my children, but those are some of my big lessons from the past year. Okay, question number five. What three emotions did you experience most frequently in 2022? This one is a tricky one because basically your answer to this tells you how you're experiencing your life, right? The emotions that you have create your daily experience. So my question is, did you enjoy being you in 2022? Did you enjoy your life in 2022? Now, I'm going to put a big, big disclaimer on here because if your top three emotions were primarily what we would consider on the negative spectrum of emotions, I do not want you to take that to mean that there's something wrong with your life or that you are failing because that's not what that means. Because our emotions are neither good nor bad. We give them labels like positive emotions and negative emotions, but really emotions are like a spectrum of color. Every emotion and every color exists, and as human beings, we're supposed to experience all of them. That is what makes life rich and full. And the purpose of emotions is to be an inner guide. They're like a compass if we actually listen to them. So they are going to direct you to what is meaningful in your life, what's life-giving in your life, and they're trying to move you away from what's harmful or dangerous. But as soon as you judge your emotions and start thinking like, I shouldn't feel that, that means my life is bad. That means I am like not, I'm failing at something because I feel lonely, because I feel anxious, because I feel stressed, because I feel frustrated, because I feel disappointed. As soon as we judge that, now we cause ourselves to also experience shame and we can no longer process that emotion because we're now judging it. And then we usually do things to try to escape like overeat, overdrink, use Netflix, use social media, whatever it is. So I want to offer, if your emotions are, you know, there's maybe a mix, maybe sometimes, maybe like sometimes there was joy, but there was also disappointment. That's normal. Do not judge it. But I want you to ask yourself, what are these emotions trying to show me? Right? So let me give you an example. Let's say you felt lonely in 2022. Don't judge the, the emotion. Just ask, what is the loneliness trying to show me? Maybe it's trying to show me that I need to reach out to a friend or a family member. Maybe I need to search for a community and for some social connection, right? As soon as you judge it, then you are no longer in a position to really learn from that emotion and figure out what you're actually needing. But if you can just look at it and be like, okay, here's how I'm feeling. Is there a shift that I need to make? Or do I just need to change how I'm thinking about my life? Like, what is it? That's how you can use your emotions as that guide for you. Okay, so top three emotions. Number six, what is holding me back or distracting me from my growth and mission? What is holding you back? This is where you get really, really honest with yourself. I'm gonna write, I'm gonna tell you mine. Number one, spending time consuming social media. Not beneficial, right? Number two, the fear of what others may say or fear of others' criticism. This is something I've really progressed a lot in, but it still has more hold on me than I want to admit or that I would like. And so what my mindset is, I will acknowledge the fear and do it anyway. The goal isn't necessarily that fear goes away or anxiety goes away or stress goes away, but that you learn how to manage those emotions, okay? 
And then the last thing that I wrote down that's holding me back is staying up too late. Because for me, I really want to wake up before my kids do, and they wake up very, very early, (laughs) ungodly hours. So I need to be up at 5.30 if I want to have like 15 minutes of alone time in the morning. And that's when I want to like have my Bible time and just, you know, be able to center myself. And so staying up late is not serving that goal. So those are things that I identified as holding me back that I can now kind of make more actionable moving forward. Okay, so that was our review of 2022. Now, we're going to transition to part two of this, which is setting your goals for 2023. And I want to tell you that where you want to go will not be accomplished by who you are today. I'm going to rephrase that. What got you to where you are today is not going to get you to where you want to go. It just isn't, because if it was going to, you'd be there already, right? You would have already accomplished the goal if it was going to be a byproduct of what you got, what got you to where you are today. So in order to accomplish new goals in 2023, you will need to become the next version of you. And that's why this is so fun. Really the purpose of goals, I'm going to outline this from the very start. The purpose of goals is not to accomplish the goals. The purpose of goals is to become the person who grows and evolves to align greater with her values in the process of trying to accomplish the goal. How amazing is it when we look at it like that? It's always about the person, right? Like who cares about your accomplishments, really? It's about who are you and how are you evolving? That's what's so fulfilling, okay? So as we're going through this, it's gonna be about adopting that leveled up version of you. It's about living into your potential. That is so much fun. So what is the identity you need to adopt and step into? And then what are the action steps that you need to take to get you there? Okay, three reasons before we start writing down the goals that it's important to set goals and write them down. So I'm going to put a plug in again that you need to be using a pen and paper and write it down just like I am in my journal. Number one, your brain needs direction. Otherwise, it is easily distracted by whatever the world throws at you. The goal focuses your brain. If you do not focus your brain, your outside world will vie for your attention and it will distract you and it will take you whichever way, right? The news is going to distract you. Social media is going to distract you. Friends around you, your boss, your kids, all these external things are vying for your attention and your brain will be like, whoa, 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 (laughs) if you do not focus it. So a goal gives you a focus. Number two, setting goals helps you create your future instead of just redoing your past because your brain likes to do what's easiest. That means it's just gonna keep on rinsing and repeating what you've always known, unless you decide that you're going to create something different. Number three, when you write it down, you turn something that did not exist into something that exists. When it comes down and is written on paper, now all of a sudden it exists in the world and it becomes something that is tangible and doable. That's how powerful it is to write down your goals. And most people do not set goals because when they do, they get afraid. When they create it on paper, all of a sudden, all of the self-doubt kicks in and that is scary for them. So I want to offer you, because this came up when I did the workshop last night, self-doubt is 100% normal. We are not trying to stop having self-doubt. We are trying to experience self-doubt and keep going. That is the goal, just like fear. Self-doubt is just a human reaction to doing something that you haven't done before. And if you're setting new goals, especially if they're big goals, which is what I'm going to push you to do, of course your brain's going to be afraid. Of course you're going to have self-doubt because your brain's like, how is that going to happen? I've never done that before. Yes, of course you've never done that before. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a goal. (laughs) You'd already be doing it, right? 
So self-doubt is normal. Acknowledge it. And we're going to keep going anyway. Question one, I want you to choose one stretch goal in each life domain. And I'm going to give you five. And then you're going to work through each stretch goal in each life domain. But for today, we'll just kind of go through one and then you can come back to this. So here are the, the five life domains. Number one, health and wellness. Number two, relationships. Number three, career and money. Number four, fun and leisure. Number five, spirituality and emotional well-being. Now, a stretch goal is something that takes you out of your comfort zone. Okay. And I want you to be super specific. So if it's if it's like health and wellness, maybe it's I want to lose 40 pounds by the end of the year, or I want to stop mindlessly snacking after supper. If it's career and money, I want you to be really intentional. Like, how much money do you want to create in 2023? That's how real we're going to be with this. Because then you can set your brain and you can use this powerful, powerful, powerful brain of yours to actually come up with a plan of like, how are you going to do that? We're going to break it down. Or what job title are you going to have when you meet your career goal this year? Super specific. If it's fun and leisure, how many weeks of vacation do you want? How many trips do you want to to do? What experiences do you want to enjoy in 2023? Write it all down. Last year, I reviewed all of my goals from last year. I set exactly how many vacations I wanted to take. I knew I wanted to be able to live and work from anywhere in the world. That has been a longtime goal of mine. And it's been probably three years in the process because as a physician, firstly, I was working at a hospital, right? So I had a job where I was working at a hospital and that meant someone else dictated my hours. But one of my values is time freedom. And so it took me becoming an entrepreneur and starting my own business to be able to decide when I want to work. But then I changed my goal and I wanted to be able to work from anywhere. I didn't want to be stuck in Ontario because my parents live in New Zealand and I want to have that option for our family in the future. And so I needed to figure out a way that I could work and help women help you without it being under OHIP in Ontario. And so that's why there was so much value to becoming a coach and learning this new skill set and having my medical background, but I have been working towards no longer doing clinical medicine and having other doctors who are amazing do that side for, for our clients and our patients so that I can have the time and geographical freedom that I want to. So these are things that I intentionally created and it took several years. Like I, this is something that has been in the making for three years, but I'm now at the point that I run a fully online business, can work from anywhere in the world and I get to decide my hours, right? So I want to just, I'm sharing this. I haven't shared this before because I've, I don't know, I've been a little bit afraid of judgment from, from all of you and my clients, but I want to share this because I want you to open up your brain to the possibility Okay. Where was I? I went on a tangent. Question number one was choose one stretch goal in each of those five life domains. Question two is why is this goal important to you? So you really want to clarify your why. If you achieve the goal, what will it mean to you? What we're trying to get at is the core value that is driving that goal and is behind the importance of the outcome. Question three, envision yourself having reached your goal. Visualize it with as much detail as possible. So I want you to imagine what's different about you. What's different about how you're interacting with your family, with your kids, with your spouse, with your friends. Who have you become in order to achieve this? So this is where we're getting at identity. And how are you behaving differently? Visualization is a very powerful tool that helps you accomplish goals by giving your subconscious focus and direction. It creates the goal because it makes it tangible in your mind. Visualize. Question four. Now establish the process. So what we're going to do is we're going to divide up the next year into quarters. 
So Q1 is January to March. What do you need to have accomplished by the end of Q1 to know that you are on track? I don't want you to worry about Q2, Q3, Q4, because we're just going to start with Q1. And at the end of Q1, you're going to reevaluate and you're going to come up with your goals for Q2. But you need to be really specific. So if your goal is to like run a specific distance by the end of the year, then you need to know like what do you need to have accomplished and pushed your training to in Q1 in order to reach that goal. If your goal is just to run three times a week, right, then it's going to be, it's going to look a little bit different, but you just want to make sure you have a clear idea of, are you on track? And then once you've done that, we break down Q1 into months. Now you're going to go to at the end of month one, what do I need to be doing? How do I know I'm going to be on track? So at the end of January, you see how we're breaking it down. We're making it really, really nitty gritty breaking down this big goal and making it so that it's actually practical and you know exactly what you're doing week by week. So at the end of month one, what does it need to look like? How will I know that I'm on track to accomplish my goal? And then you break down month one into weeks. What do I need to start doing week one? And then you calendar it out. That is the key. You write it down, you calendar it out. You actually take out your phone or your calendar, whatever, wherever you put it, and you start writing out Tuesday, I need to be doing this. Thursday, I need to be doing this. Saturday morning, I'm doing this, right? You get down to putting it in your calendar. And once you've done this, you can forget about the big goal. You no longer have to worry about this big, daunting stretch goal that you set for yourself in 2023 because now you're just focused on the process. I want you to forget focusing on the outcome because that doesn't move you forward. I want you to focus on the process that is going to get you there. Question number five, what are the barriers that are likely to come up? What could get in the way? What excuses or justifications will your brain come up with to derail you? And then I want you to find the solution. So how are you going to respond? What's the solution to overcome the obstacles? We're just going to have, like, anticipate them all in advance because it's not going to be smooth sailing. Of course, there's going to be obstacles, but you're going to plan for them because you're savvy. Okay. All right. Question six, what friends do you want to continue to invest in moving forward? Your circle is going to impact your success. You become the average You've probably heard this saying, you become the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. So who do you want to continue investing into? Who of your friends is, is giving you life and maybe who's t- stealing life from you, right? For some of you, this may be social media contacts. They may not be friends in real life. They might be social media contacts because that's who you're spending your most time, the greatest amount of time with. Is there, are there social media accounts that you need to purge? I want you to consider that. And question seven, how do you need to change to become the person who has realized this goal? So you're really considering who will I have to be? What is the new story that you're writing about yourself? And then what are you doing to grow yourself this year? Okay, this one is really important because we all need to be doing things to grow. Otherwise, we're just going to stagnate, right? So do you need to be going to therapy? Maybe you need to deal with some past trauma. Do you need to invest in taking some courses online? Maybe you need to be regularly listening to podcasts that renew your mind. Maybe you need to be engaging in coaching. Maybe this is your opportunity to sign up for my program, right? And actually get the expert help that you need to lose weight in a way that's different. So what are you going to do to grow yourself this year? I want you to think about that. And then last one is, what are the sacrifices you're willing to make for your growth and goals? The sacrifices might be, you know what? I'm not going to watch Netflix every night. I'm not going to, I need to take social media off of my phone. I need to take Facebook off of my phone. I don't know what it is, but I want you to consider what are you willing to sacrifice in order to reach your goals? 
Okay. That's what I have for you. If you go through this process and you reevaluate it every quarter, you will actually accomplish your goals this year. And here's what I want to say. What happens if you don't meet your goal? If you don't meet your goal, you still developed as a person. And that's what the goal is, right? Secretly, the goal is not in the accomplishment. The goal is in the growth. So you're already winning if you just walk out these steps. And if you do, if that goal is still really important to you, all you do is extend the timeline. Maybe it doesn't happen in the next 12 months, but you grow so much in in reaching for that goal, then you just extend the timeline and you push it into 2024 and you keep on developing yourself and you keep on growing. Because if you are growing and moving forward in alignment with your values as a human being, you've already won. That is the whole purpose of this. It's being intentional. It's creating the life that you want, creating who you want to be with purpose and intention and attention. And that is going to bring you so much fulfillment and so much joy. All right. If you would like to download the workbook for this, you can go to www.sashahimd.com slash 2023 goals. And I'm going to have the workbook available for you. And you can kind of go through all of this. I've got all the notes there and it can be a really powerful tool for you. So go ahead and tag me on Instagram. I'd love to hear how this is going for you. I'd love to hear the transformation that you achieve in 2023. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.